welcome to Keeping It Real with Beth and Darren. We started our show when the pandemic first hit, and now, about a million days later, we're still doing it. Or 90. Or 90-ish. So listen in, laugh, chat with us, but all I can tell you is that we're going to be keeping it real every single time. Hello, everyone. Good morning. A little in the sun. I'm all right. I'm right. Yeah, you're good. You're good. I'm good. good. Big day today. Hey. Big day today. We don't like to brag. Yeah. But today is August 18th. It's a special day. It's our anniversary. Yes, it is. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Did you all catch that? All right. I got to share it. Are you going to share it now? You you, you taking my phone? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. This is your anniversary gift right here. Yeah, sure. I bought that gift for you. Do not mess with my I'm not touching your notes. I'm just looking through your face. So, yes. August 18th, 1996 was the day. Yep. And when we got married, it was hot. Hot. It was a hot today. It, it would have been a beautiful day if yeah, it was today. We should we could have used this weather today yeah, for when we got married like because we got married on Temple temp, Temple Israel, right? In, in in Lawrence. Yes. In Lawrence. Beautiful, beautiful um, synagogue. Beth, when she walked in, she said, This is it. Thank you, Kevin. She said, This is it. This is where I want to get married. We looked at a lot of different places. Um, and then when Beth as soon as she walked in, she knew right there. She said, I'm going to have my wedding here, and Darren, you're invited. Yes. Uh, I said, I felt, like, I felt like Maria from The Sound of Music. It was the only Jewish synagogue that had, like, stained glass windows and cathedral ceilings, and just, it was beautiful. And I, I got to be honest, I, you know, loved our wedding, but I didn't, I feel like I didn't get a chance to enjoy a lot of it you know in the moment like when we were there I didn't get a chance to really enjoy the food yeah that I, I, I don't remember the I don't remember I don't the food remember. at all yeah. I remember you know talking to guests stuff like for just brief like 30 seconds to two minutes whatever and then feeling move on like I really wonder if people have a chance to really enjoy their actual wedding day as much as they really could like it's well, now that, that the whole COVID thing is going on, you, you don't you, have to. Yeah, you don't, you don't have, have to worry about three hundred guests. No, you'd be lucky if you have twenty five or or none, and they're all on Zoom. But so we it's ha- a whole different mind, a whole different ball game these days. But we had a we had a great wedding. I think the probably the biggest disappointment in the wedding that day was for Beth, when our florist, uh, who was it, uh, Stefan, Stefan's in one one of the town in the five, five towns. towns yeah. <laughs> messed up big time on the flowers. Messed up big time. I, I mean, I wouldn't have known, but you don't. You can't pull one over on Beth when it he comes to the flowers. He was supposed to put. I'm gonna take my glasses off. He was supposed to put um, hydrangeas in my centerpieces because I went to the back of the like the vault of like where you had all the flowers, and I literally picked out what I wanted, and I wanted I wanted those bluish purple hydrangeas, and he kept on feeding me lines like, oh yeah, we put them in at the end, <laughs> yeah. you know. The end of what? Yeah, exactly. The end of your wedding. The, the end of what? And maybe somebody else tomorrow will get a, get some some hydrangeas. So he never gave me the hydrangeas. So, but, but other ha- than that, it was. But great. we did have a kick-ass band. That I remember. Yeah. We had Hank Lane. Yes. Right. It was gr- great. Had a guy that sounded like Harry Connick. There was like I don't know. There, there was what was it like a seven-piece orchestra, but like three or four of the people could sing, and they all were it, different. It was so good. It was really nice. And. Yeah, that that was great. We had a good photographer. Obviously, our guests, our Alan special friends, Alan. Al, they, they were they were very. 
Really, you remember that well? I didn't remember that. I remember Hank Lane, but Alan and Alan, I yeah. I didn't remember. They, they, were, they were very good. It was, you know what, it's when people were getting married back in our day. Back in our day. You had, it was like, you would go to the place, and if it was a synagogue, they said, these are the places we work with, so just choose each one. Right. These are the approved these vendors. This is the approved vendor list, so it meaning, was like. Ki- meaning kickbacks. Right. Meaning this is how the place, the venue gets their kickbacks. Right. So pretty much the, I feel like the photographer and the florist, we absolutely went with one of their pick, with both of their picks. But um, but the the bands, we had heard of them. It was that or the other one that was like Stephen Scott or Best Kept Secret. Best Kept Secret. Best oh, Kept that's Secret. Right. Best Kept Secret. That was awesome. That was a great one. Kevin, so, do you remember those bands? He said he always tells <laughs> couples take a few minutes at their it's wedding. True. To soak it re- it, in it really is true. It's bad. hard. Like you know, I. I my friend Scott Firestone used to play with Hank Lane. Wow. I remember Scott Firestone. They re- they you guys were so, are, you know, you are, were, you're just so talented. Oh, is Hank Lane still around? I, I yeah, hope I'm sure so. they're they were, still around, yeah. They were, they were great. So, yeah, it, was, cool. it was a... Did uh, Scott play the drums? He was such a, t- he was like in stage band too. How do you, like, know all this? Because we were in high school together and we were in stage bands and that was like the best band in the school. Can- band camp. Band camp. <laughs> I was the token girl. Good morning, good morning, I, I was Craig. the token trumpet playing girl, so I got into stage band, not because I was as good as everybody else, it was because I was a girl trumpet player. And, you know, a couple of other memorable moments from our wedding. Beth did sing to me at our wedding. Yes, I did. Uh, Carol King, mm-hmm. right? What's the name of it? Where, if, where, you, lead, where I, you Lead. Where You Lead, I Will Follow, which was, uh, which was great. But I, as we've mentioned a couple of times, I, it was very awkward for me when she did it because I didn't really know what to do with myself. I was like, do I keep sitting? Do I stand up? Do I come to you, Beth? What am I supposed to do? And finally, she said, come on up here. And I'm like, thank you. So, and then we, so what did we say? We stayed at the Garden City Hotel? Yes. Right? Wait, but Kevin said he used to play with a band called Main Event. I feel like I heard of that. And then, yes, Scott played the drums. See, I had a good memory. And, and then we um, stayed at the Garden City Hotel. Then we came back. And then I think two days later, we went on our honeymoon, right? Yes. To Italy. Italy. Now, I, I, I'm not going to make it, like, all rainbows and unicorns yeah that right? was a stressful All right, our honeymoon. honeymoon we had a good time but it, it, it was, it was some, there was definitely some stress along the way we, yeah the marriage became battle tested right there during those uh, it was like the, the amazing race the honeymoon yeah, edition there was, during those two weeks yeah we, we had a we had a couple of incidents where we looked at each other like okay we're gonna make this work we're gonna have to get past these a couple of these obstacles here uh but but we did and 24 years later uh we're happy to say that we have two wonderful kids, and um, and I still get stressful traveling in Italy. Yeah, yes, we do. I still have milk, <laughs> the, meltdowns. Maybe, maybe we just Italy. Twenty maybe, something maybe years have, later, I still have nervous uh, breakdowns yeah, when I'm in you Italy. Can, you can ask our daughter about yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. As evidenced by our oh, trip in late man. November, December. Yes, she almost disowned us. Um, so that pretty much covers our anniversary, 24 years. Next year, if we're still doing a show, hopefully we'll we'll make it a bigger discussion because that'll be 25 years. You gotta have you gotta have more to talk about. I hope 25 years from now will be uh, someplace special. Someplace special. Um, for all those that were cons- not 25 years from now, just next tw- year. Next year, 25th anniversary. <laughs> not 25 years from now. I don't wor- want to think about it. If you were worried about Rebecca's apartment situation, you don't need to worry about it anymore. All the issues have been fixed. By the, uh, the by, the maintenance guys, right? They came and took care of it, which is good. Um, my mom yesterday saw my stepfather John at the rehab center. She gets to spend thirty minutes with him now instead of fifteen minutes. Oh, okay. So that's good. I, I'm really hoping. How's he doing? Uh, you know, I think it's the same. I think it, it's so. At all these places, it, it seems like it's Groundhog Day. 
right? Yeah. Like that's the environment. It's pretty much the same thing over and over. That's the, that's why being at any of these places just sucks. Um, so hopefully we'll get some positive news in terms of progress with him in coming days or, or a week or so. I hope um, because I really don't want to see him continue to stay there. Uh, but right now it's the best option for him. Um, Mets won yesterday. Yankees won. All right, so that's, day. that's all good. Excellent. I did open up a nice bottle of wine yesterday as like a um, precursor to celebrating anniversary today. You didn't have any wine. I had I had wine yesterday. Opened a nice bottle of Cabernet Franc, which is probably my favorite red wine. Maybe I'll warm up the hot tub and go in later. Hot probably. tub tonight. Hot tub. Hot tub. Happy anniversary, <laughs> hot tub. You. Uh, <laughs> um, so regionally here in New York, uh, if you own a gym positive news they're going to be uh, Cuomo gave the green light to open them up I think within the next week or so the so 24th the 24th of August yes if you're in New York City however getting conflicting information because basically Cuomo says it's okay and de Blasio's uh, supposedly saying not so fast yeah um, he'd rather have have like derelicts on the street like shooting up heroin in the middle of traffic and not have people be able to go to their gym. Yeah, you can, yeah, exactly. That's okay. You can have plenty of people on the street, you know, shootings, but um, gym is, is too dangerous at this time. Um, you know, I don't know what you expect these these business owners to do. Like, I understand you, you, you got to take precautions and safety, but you're basically telling all these guys, you know, time for you to file. Time for you to file for bankruptcy and, and move on. That's effectively, what, the that's effectively what de Blasio is, is, is saying. So, yeah. I mean that's it's happening even without um, stalling. It'll it'll happen regardless. But you not allowing them to open up. You know what is it now? Four months? Four and a half months? Five? Well, since March, <coughs> it's terrible. It's crazy. Um, maybe that's part of the reason why uh, De Blasio, I guess, didn't get invited to be part of the uh, the DNC. Oh, he didn't. Well, I don't know if he got invited, but he claims that he didn't even know. He claims De Blasio claims that he didn't even know that the DNC was even taking place this week. Wow. I find that hard to believe. Wow. Can it, is that possible? Yeah, that the is. mayor of New York City could claim that he didn't know that the well, DNC considering, was like, Joe Biden had a talk with, like, the mayor of, what, he, he had the mayor of Chicago, he had the mayor of D.C., he had, like, a conversation with five mayors. But you know who did know the DNC was taking place last night? Right Cuomo? here. Right, oh, yeah, right I here, too. Right here, yeah. because we were watching TV, and she had it on, and I kept going, uh, what are we watching tonight? I, I'd like to watch this. Well, you can go into the other room you like, if you like, with Dylan and watch the game. And I was already comfortable in the set on the couch, on Bob's couch. <laughs> I, I was already set for the evening. On I didn't want to, you know, Bob and I had an agreement. We have a relationship this, now. Right, me and Bob with the couch have You're a relationship now. I'm like, I didn't want to move, so I'll just put up with watching the DNC. And again, I would do the same thing if it was the RNC. Like, I just don't have any interest in watching any of the conventions. That's just, that's just me. But did you watch all of it? I fell asleep for a little bit. I fell asleep for Bernie Sanders' speech, uh, which I don't mind that I fell asleep during that. But I made sure to wake up for Michelle you, Obama. How could you not fall asleep for that uh, guy? Well, I mean, <laughs> no, his voice is not like is is I not could, soothing. No, I he's like it. my dad yelling at you. <laughs> I should have been awake for that. I don't know how I fell asleep for that, but because I woke up to Michelle Obama. Because you trained your mind to ignore what he said. That's yeah, why. so I woke up to Michelle, 
and she was fantastic yeah, as always. She loves you too. I, you, you, I, you have a girl crush on Michelle. I do. I, Beth I has a girl. Beth has her girl crush. Whatever on Michelle she Obama. wants me to do, I listen. <laughs> I just love her. But the other stuff, like you know what, the musical stuff, it was like the Grammys meets a like Sally Struthers commercial meets the convention. You know, it was just like kind of. I mean, because they're having to do everything virtual. It was just kind of disjointed a little bit, and I know people are, you know, that they, they want to share people's voices from all over the country. So then you're also taking people who are who don't know how to use their um, their equipment at home. So I felt bad. There was a farmer, and he was talking live to Eva Longoria when like you could hear doors like closing upstairs. I'm like, dude, tell everybody to be quiet. You're you're, you're like live to like 50 50 million people. For the seven minutes of it that I did watch, it did seem very disjointed to me. It, it was weird. It was strange. I mean, yeah. it was. It, it, it was not... I, under the circumstances, maybe, they did the best they could. They, they did. They did. And you know what it is? It's like it picked up steam as soon as people started giving speeches. Like, that was great. But um, I understand the importance of speaking to different people. Um, yeah, Craig said they had some really good moments and some really <laughs> bad ones. That's I probably, know. That's probably fair. That's probably that's fair. Pro that's it probably a balance. That's probably that was, a very balanced. Uh, There's like yeah. one person that was talking. They had like shaky cam. I'm like, could you get <laughs> get get a holder? Like, couldn't the producers of the DN the the convention just tell people if you're going to be on camera, just get a stand so you don't have to hold onto your phone while you're talking. That's all. It's not so hard. We want you to see you in your environment. There was another guy who had like an exercise machine behind him with like crap all over it. Really? I'm like, dude. And you know where I was? Upstairs, falling asleep. Yeah, you were sleeping. Yeah, I was done. I was done. So, um, uh, so like, here's my advice. Clean your room. Buy a stand. Comb your hair. <laughs> very, help, very helpful <laughs> tips. Um, remote learning, New York City. They said that there's a possibility that a lot of kids may end up being taught by people remotely that aren't even part of the district. They're, I guess they'll have teachers from wherever teaching remotely. Well, you can do that. Yeah, you can. You but could. You could get like the best teachers you can better get than ones there's no that are reason, there right now. Right, there's no reason why you can't get a teacher from Oklahoma. And then maybe you'll move there after. Right? There's like, no reason I like why, Mrs. Smith. There's no reason why you can't get a teacher from North Dakota. Right? Hey, let's, why do we do like teacher swap? <laughs> be like a TV thing. <laughs> Where's your teacher from? Where's your teacher Where's from? Where's your teacher? Don't you get now, somebody from like Hawaii and Alaska? I was just starting to read this before we got here, and I, I didn't even see the school, but there's one superintendent. I guess the plan is they're actually bringing kids into the classroom but having the teachers at home. Ah. So they're it's having... like robotic yeah, teaching. So they're actually having... I don't it's know, not anywhere, as well, So 12 kids in the classroom. There's going to be supervisors there just to supervise with a technology platform just to go around and make sure everybody's okay and set up. But the kids are there, students, I think 12 at a time, and then the teacher is actually teaching from home. Well, they sh you know what they do? They should do... You have one of those AI robots, and it has the voice of the teacher. It's like the Jetsons. And then you could totally have like the robot teacher teaching. What made you think of the Jetsons? The Jetsons? Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, well, Rosie was the cleaning girl, but I, I don't know. I just kind of think like you could totally get an like one of those computer those robots, and it starts sounding like your teacher, and they're talking through the robot. I like it. Right? Yeah, that's good. That's a good idea. Yeah. Um. I don't know if we mentioned this the other day, but now I guess uh, Cuomo did announce, which I'm very happy about, that the annual 9/11 uh, yes, tribute it's be going on. Um, will will actually take place, which is a great thing. Very happy about that. 
it's, I don't know, 88, um, 7,000 watt xenon light bulbs on a roof of a parking garage. Did you know that that's how they do it? No, I did not know I had that. No, I, I had no idea either. I, we just got to change the lights in our shower. Well, yeah, we got we got And wait, one bathroom. We have a couple of light bulb issues. Yeah. We would have a real problem. I would not be able to do the, the tribute to lights. I, I'm bad enough changing the light bulb in our shower. <laughs> I got to do that. That's my responsibility. Yeah, that's I my, can't that's, reach. That's my job. All right. Um, as we are getting ready to take our son off to college in a couple weeks, uh, now there's news coming up with... Even though this is a totally different state and different situation, every time we see something going on to college now, it's going to be like UNC. Yes. Shutting it down for in-person classes, right? Yes. Well, UNC I, had a whole. Um, they have an outbreak. Outbreak. They have 100, an outbreak. 177 it's students. Probably more right now. At, at probably more, right? It's more now. 177 it's, tested positive for COVID. And here's the thing: my friend, um, actually Randy, <coughs> was was texting us last night about it. Her friends have their two daughters are there. And so they both got it, and the whole fraternity has it, and it's a mess. At UNC? Yeah. Oh, my but God. But she was saying, but she had just been to South Carolina, and she's the one who told me that people were, you know, kids were just, like, acting as if nothing was going on, and they were partying and not social distancing. So in the Carolinas, they're not really, um, you know, they haven't gotten with the program, and, and then you've gotten kids that then go from different states. And there were parties that were going on before school started. Lots of parties with lots of people. And then two weeks later, day one of school, everybody caught it. And, so. that, and that is the issue with college students, right? Is <clears throat> controlling them in their social life and trusting that they're not going to make um, rash, uh, you know, reckless decisions. Right. right. And, and college life is when people make rash and reckless decisions so well and the places that have <clears throat> have sprawling campuses that it's you know you could go and and you know you can go to to a fraternity house or to go to a party or whatever that that's a problem and if you're in a state where they're more strict who knows i mean no matter what it's going to be it's a scary time and yeah. where i'm worried and every time i read the facebook group stuff i get like oh god you know did we make the right decision what are we going to do but we got to just keep going and make sure that you know when you said kids stay safe i don't by the way when you said the, the facebook yeah it, he said uh and craig that, said down in florida nobody's acting like COVID I know. exists. It, exactly I, I, it's craig i mean I, we got our, our son just got the information for the um the apartment that he's moving into and and then i read the community policy and the community policy seemed actually just as strict as what the dorms are like they they're not fooling around and they're pretty much like we'll shut you down if you break the rules we'll, so we'll take you down we'll take you down and and there are still you know there are lots of restrictions in restaurants i know in philadelphia there's tons of restrictions so you have to hope that it's not like you know it's not like these kids can where are they going where can they go in some of these cities right so where you know, in terms of contracting COVID, this is obvious. It will probably seem obvious afterwards, but the percentage differences is is really like the stark contrast. You know where your biggest risk of contracting COVID is from another person? I mean, you're gonna think about it. It's obvious. It's obvious afterwards, but your biggest risk of contracting COVID? Somewhere like a theater or a, like what? Your own home from another person. So if someone else is infected. You have a 10.3% chance of contracting COVID in your own home. The risk drops to 1% in a healthcare setting and 0.1% on public transportation. 0.1? Yeah, Interesting. That's what they said. So 
That's well, what. That's. I mean, it makes sense. You're living in a home with somebody. If somebody else has it, that's where probably where your biggest. Right, but you know what's interesting? A friend of mine who's in Florida, she had. Um, All your friends are in Florida. Yeah, I know. So a friend of mine who's in Florida. Her, um, she had someone, a cleaning woman, come to her house, and and the woman was also doing her mom's house, and that person had it, and gave it to her, and gave it to her mom, and she was so upset. You know, she's like, she should have just told us, but she didn't, because she just wanted to, you know, still work. Still work. And um, and it was terrible. So she brought in. The she brought it with her. She brought, she brought in, in the, the coronavirus. The, she brought in the, as I hear people say, the COVID. Yeah, she brought not in the co- COVID. Not COVID, the COVID. The COVID. She brought I, it in. With anytime her. I hear people reference it that way, I find it, find it a little amusing. Yeah, actually, our friend had said even in Chicago that um, her son did ride the trains the other day. Said it was okay. It wasn't so bad. It's interesting. Our number of people watching starts to tick up as we get closer to the end because they think they know. The trivia is coming, but it's not yet. Not we, yet. We, you, got, right. you got a couple more minutes of listening to my nonsense. First, okay. okay? Um, Oracle is in talks now to buy TikTok. Oracle, Larry Ellison. Okay. Okay. It was at first I thought it was Microsoft, but um, Oracle is supposedly a major bidder. This is interesting. Home Depot on Tuesday reported quarterly sales. How much do you think they were up? Oh my goodness! How much do you think Home Depot Home Depot's quarterly sales were up? Forty percent. It's too high. Thirty percent. Twenty-three percent. Twenty-three percent. Wow. There's sales up twenty-three percent as consumers stuck in the house during the coronavirus pandemic tackle home improvement projects. That's that's mind-boggling. And the reason I say it is Home Depot is a huge company, been around a long time. You don't expect to see those type of sales numbers from a company that large um, that's really seen growth over the years. You know, not plateau, but you know, you high single digit growth, 5%, 7%, 8%, those are good numbers for like a Home Depot in normal times. 23%. Yeah, but now, now it's a... You know who's not contributing to the home improvement projects? Me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You'll never see me in Home right. Depot. But now it's also, since it's a buyer's market and people are renovating homes, you, you got a combination of the people that want to renovate their own homes and then people that move that are like totally redoing places. So it's, you've, they've, a got, lot, there's a huge they've got themselves thing. a, maybe home, we should have invested in them. In Home Depot. Home Depot. We missed, oh, that, well. we missed out on that one. Um, in Utah, a man, see, don't, don't tick me off too much, okay? Don't, Uh-oh. don't tell me. You never know what could happen with, with a guy like this in Utah. A Utah man threw his wife in a ri- in a river during a fight over dinner arrangements. Oh, <laughs> we, <laughs> we don't live near a river. It's we a live near a Carpenter's Pond. Yeah, like, yeah we did. It's I, homey I, in the pond. If I, listen, if I suggest at any point that we need to go to Carpenter's Pond past 8 o'clock at night, hold off. Yeah, I don't right. see that. It's too buggy anyway. I wouldn't want to go. <laughs> it was mosquitoes and stuff. <laughs> um, and in also terms of bodies of water, this woman... Um, basically did a, supposedly a stunt of taking a dive into the Hudson River and she was getting like criticized. Oh yeah, yeah, I heard about she that. She was getting criticized for, so you did know. did she get any like disease? No, but then people came out and actually said, that, you know what, if you want to take a swim in the Hudson River, it's fine. It's, it looks it, like it's cleaner than it used to be. There's not like it, tires Scientists have said that it's not, it's not as nearly as polluted that anybody, that everybody seems to think it is. That it's actually, I think, other than during rainfalls when the water gets disturbed, right. and then, then the, that you can disturb some sewage at that time. In normal calm times, swimming in the Hudson River is totally fine. 
So if you live in the city and you're looking for some place to go for a swim, take a take a dip into the Hudson for God's sake. It's interesting. Um, you know what else is today? You know what anniversary today is? It's a very special. It's a what? very special day for August 18th. Okay, what? Hundred years ago, you know what happened? Women's so, right. Women's vote. Women got the right to vote. Women got the right to vote. Look at that. Yeah, hundred years ago All today, right. August 18th, women finally had a right to vote. How do you like that? That's a good. Uh, it's very it's nice. a good day to share. That's a good with, day to share. August 18th for us getting like married, that? women had a chance to vote. And you, 18 means... We voted for marriage. Yes. Right. 18 means good luck good. in Judaism. That's true. A good point. I didn't, you know why? I didn't even ever thought of that when we got married. Why didn't I think of that? I don't know. Um, yeah. If you get a chance, go on, um, you know, go on the internet and try to find this very nice video of this man... Who asked his brother with Down syndrome? And he oh, I love! I shared that. He did yes. really nice. He, he was out, I think, out in the yard with his this guy was out in the yard with his brother. They were doing some yard work, and the the guy, the man with the Down Down syndrome, was doing some digging, and he dug into the sand to the dirt and found this bottle, and he asked, he's like, "What's that?" And he picked it up, and I guess the fiance or some or whatever was filming it. And the brother says, well, open up the bottle. Cause he, and he's looking at it, and there's a note inside. And the, the, the brother was like, I don't know what's going on here. What's in here? So he's, you know, they tell him, take the note out. Takes the note out, and he opens it up, and he's asked to read it. And it's basically from the, man, from the brother asking him, will you be my best man? And the look on the brother's face, <clears throat> how happy he was. It was awesome. It was just priceless. Yeah. It was so beautiful. Nice. Like you, it's like the type of things that you just need to you got to go out and watch it and see it like how happy this brother made his brother. Like it, it was it was wonderful, right? Yeah, it was So really please nice. if you get a chance uh, to see it, it you know, take a minute. I shared it. it on my page. You did? Yesterday. Or just go or just go to Beth's page, page and you yeah. can find it there. I got a bunch of videos on there, but I, that's one of them. Um pizza talk for about 30 seconds. This doesn't really affect me cuz I'm a plain pizza guy. But if you happen to be a toppings guy and your favorite topping is pepperoni, watch out. Pepperoni prices are skyrocketing right now. What about turkey pepperoni? Uh, I don't know about that, but pepperoni prices are going up significantly. Just to give you an idea, uh, Charlie's Pizza House in South Dakota is now paying $4.12 a pound for pepperoni versus $2.87 in January of 2019. So you're going to see, for you pepperoni people out there, you're going to see your pepperoni Hold the sizes. pepperoni. You're going to see, either Hold don't get pepperoni. it or, or expect to pay significantly more. Wow. All because of COVID. A um, couple more things. Uh, in case you were worried about what's going on in the porn industry. Oh, my God. Th like if you were concerned about you know porn not being able to make a comeback, they, the their actors and actresses said they are more prepared for... COVID testing than any other industry out there. Because, it's like the Hudson River. They're because, too. No, they said the actors <laughs> and actresses basically said they are accustomed to getting tested every 14 days mm. anyway as part of their job. Wow. So getting tested and, and also the other thing point they said is that their sets and actors and actresses, they deal with smaller crews. They're not dealing with big crews like the regular movie industry. They're usually dealing with at most 10 people. 
So if anybody's out there, they work, travel in pods. <laughs> right, the porn industry. Exactly, the porn, porn the pods. porn industry travels in pods. Oh my god! So they're much better equipped, so to speak. Um, so there'll be more production on that than regular production. Yes, so there probably will be. Mrs. Maisel will not be coming back, but the unless it's porn edition. Unless it's X-rated. Right, the X-rated edition of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is coming back. And on the last note, um, the epicenter or ground zero for. Uh, corona, COVID, was which was where? Wuhan. Yeah. Uh, since it seems to no longer be an issue there, they threw a big water park party with many beachgoers um, because people not wearing masks or anything. So Wuhan, which is where it all started. They're partying. They're, par they're, they're partying now and having water park parties. Oh, look at that! And Lee's Lee's right on time for trivia. Lee and word of the day. Lee usually the goes on. Lee, Lee usually goes on later, right? Yeah, he, he answers he, the he questions after. So now you could actually join in on the fun. I all love right. It. So that's it. That, that's all the news I that's have. That's all the news that's fit to not print. That's fit to not print. Okay, ready? Where, well, where else are you gonna find somebody talking about porn? <laughs> I know. That's too funny. Oh, my God. Okay. Word of the day. Yes. Hortatory. Oh. Something that's um, either praising or asking somebody to do something? Yes. I mean, that was like Michelle Obama's speech last night. Urging to some course of conduct or action. Exhorting, encouraging a hortatory yeah. speech. A hortatory, not a hortatory. A hortatory speech. Not a hortatory. Not a hortatory. <laughs> <laughs> he got me with the porn stuff. Not a hortatory. Now I got that like in my head and I can't get it out. All right. First question. And I don't know if I uh, might have asked this before, but that's my senior moments. What was the number one single in 1996? This is going to be some 1996 themed questions. Oh, that's a good I get it. All right, that's when we got married. Right. Uh, what was the number one single? Yes. I, I, this was kind of funny. I mean, I remember I mentioned it uh, during another. Macarena. Thing. Yes. Macarena. Can you believe that? We remember we did that our at our wedding. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, okay, we did. Okay. Name one Hollywood couple who've been together over twenty years and they're still alive. That's not. One Hollywood. Oh, you've asked this. No, I haven't. Kevin Bacon and Kira Sedgwick. That's good. Any others? I mean, now that you already, like, picked one. Um, other couples. Excellent, Craig, with Macarena. Other couples. Other couples. Yes. Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson. Very good. All right, it's all right. I all right, go ahead. Okay. Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell have been together over 37 years. Are they officially married? They're together. Okay. I said have been together. I didn't say married. Tim McGraw and Faith Hill, 23 years married. Okay. Great. Which president fell in love with his future wife at first sight? Say one more time. Which U.S. president fell in love with his future wife at first sight? Now, I well, say this. Well, I'm not a U.S. president, right, but, but. But that's what happened with us. I opened the door. Yes, Will and Jada also. No, he didn't. Lincoln's marriage, they did not really get along. He was, she was depressed all the time. They didn't, there, it was kind of sad. Franklin Eleanor. No. Um, no, Eleanor was secretly gay, so that didn't work either. Um, that's the rumor. 
43 uh, year old politician James Madison fell hard for Dolly Madison, who was a widow at the time when he caught a glimpse of her on the streets of Philadelphia. That's Dolly Madison ice cream? Yes, the two had little in common. Dolly was vivacious, social, and confident. Madison, Madison was slight, cerebral, and a touch awkward. He once reportedly refused to go outdoors after misplacing his hat. I've done that from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> Over the years, their bond grew stronger. So who played Dolly Madison in the film Titanic, as we are going along this theme? Who played Dolly Madison? Who played Dolly Madison in the film Titanic? No? I don't know. We have... Okay. Um, anybody? I know we're kind of... She was also in misery. Oh. Oh. Uh, Kathy Bates. Yes. Excellent. Wow. Okay. All Great. right. A sporting event is held every year on Memorial Day. What is it? Indianapolis 500. Excellent. We got to let people catch up because they're still up to the other ones. So you're going fast. This one I don't think you're going to get, so maybe it'll take people to catch up with us. How many dimples are on a golf ball? I'll wait. <laughs> excellent, Craig, with Kathy Bates. I, Indy 500, I Lee, six, excellent. I think 600? Nope, less. 300, Anybody? 340? Very close. 336. You remember that. It's a good piece of trivia. 336 dimples. Dimples are on a golf ball. What was Elton John's first hit song? This is the music portion of the... Hold uh, me closer, time. No. Tony Danza? No, not hold uh, me closer, Tiny Danza. Tony Danza. <laughs> uh, it's a little bit... That's the one? Yeah, this feeling inside. I'm not one of those who can easily hide. I forget the title of it. Thank you, Kevin. Your it's, song. It's your song. Yep. This is your song. Yeah. <laughs> this okay. one's for you. Name three Carol King songs. You should know at least one. Okay. Go ahead. Where you lead, where you lead, I will follow, right? Yeah, just where you lead. Uh, where you lead. Um, something, um, something woman. What's, um, you make me feel, you make me feel like a, a natural woman. Okay. Okay. Anyway, and then one more. Uh, I think Kevin will get them all. Come on, Kevin. Kevin is like, come on, Kevin. You know all the songs. Uh, last song. Oh, um, something menagerie? No. Um, it's too late. Beautiful. You've got a friend. Thank you, Kevin. It's too late, baby, now it's too late. You've got a friend. She sings it or James Taylor sings it? She wrote it. She should have stuck with it because right. the fact that he sings oh, it really... Oh, stop it. I like James. Don't, don't this, this you is, disparage this is, James yeah, Taylor. Yeah, this is the source of conflict. Yeah, I okay. like James Taylor. Okay. How many John Grisham books have been made into movies? 
Six. Nope. Even more. Nine. Close. A little more. Ten. A little more. <laughs> Twelve. Yes. <laughs> wow. Um, and, and in 1996, <clears throat> he had A Time to Kill and The Chamber. He had two movies in 1996. Wow, okay. All right, now I need your phone because I didn't text this to myself, so. All right, I'm going to see if I can All find right. it. Gonna... All right, so you can talk while I'm trying to find it. You guys still there? Don't leave us yet because Beth's got a song she's going to play. Yeah, it's going to be from a movie. Um, so you're going to have to tell me what this movie is, okay? See if it doesn't go to a commercial. Here we go. What movie is this? Come on, it's like the best movie. No. Yep, Superman, see? I thought you were trying to do it from 1996. Nah, I, I decided to do it from like a romantic part of a movie. That was a great movie. That was, Superman's right? Superman's one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Really, no, it's a f Gene Hackman. I mean, That's why I wanted to do it, because it was one of your favorite thank movies. You. I didn't want and to I do love, all... And I do, and I love Gene Hackman. See? So I wanted to thank, pick one of your thank, favorite movies and, and, a, and a song for not, from it. Thank you. Thank you thank for Thank you for not doing Sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> or oh, God. Something else, no, or the wedding I, singer, which no. I that wedding singer would have been, been good. Okay. That, that would have been good. That is, that's a great that's one. A, that's no, it wasn't Beauty and the Beast. Lee, come on. <laughs> Everybody knows <laughs> Sounds that. Sounds like it though. <laughs> Did sound like it, so that was good. All right, so we're gonna get going with her day. Got work to do. Me too. I'm glad you, were, you know, a few people were all able to share our anniversary with us. All right. Yes. And uh, we'll be back again tomorrow. And um, that's really about it. All right. All right. Have so a have, good one. Enjoy the beautiful weather. Have fun. Stay safe. All right. Smiles, everyone. Bye. Bye.